Hello, good people. Welcome to the land of childhood. I'm so glad you found us. This is the Marvelously Made Podcast, a podcast about embracing young children, understanding childhood, and enjoying the journey of teaching and parenting. I'm your host, Jennifer McCarville. Wow, here we are, and I am recording the very first Marvelously Made podcast. It is just so incredible that we have this amazing opportunity and blessing to have this platform to share with you the Marvelously Made way, um, our approach to um, educating and embracing young children. And it just makes sense that on this very first episode, I will give you a little backstory um, about myself. I did start Marvelously Made in 2010, and I started it, I say, accidentally. It's a school for children three years old through third grade. And of course, um, when it started in 2010, it was a a preschool for children three, four, and five years old. And um, my journey with young children began Many, many years ago, about 30 years ago, I started working with young children, and I quickly found that our practices didn't follow what we knew to be best for children. Um, The things that were happening in the classroom didn't seem to me to honor what we knew about how children grow and learn. And education courses in college were really about how to get children to sit still and listen to what you were going to teach them. And I just kept thinking, but but how do they learn best? But what is it that children like? Well, what is it that brings them joy? And there was so much about discipline, and it just really was about control. And you had to figure out classroom management and all these things that um, were going to create a situation, an environment where the children would be quiet and still and learn. And I had worked with children um, and I in high school, and I had thought, wow, this doesn't fit right for me. Young children are so joyful. And so how is it that they learn and what is it that they need? And so kind of changed my path to be um, early childhood education versus elementary and also a focus on child development. And so I have really spent the last 30 years at least studying and working with young children and their parents and teachers and studying child development. And at the core we know that children are made good. And we know that from development, from the way they are created by God. He tells us in Psalm 139, 14, body and soul, you are marvelously made. And I taught in many Christian environments and some that were non-Christian environments as well. So I had a little variety there, but especially in the Christian environments, both in the schools that I was involved in and also in the churches. In most cases, those environments for children um, could be quite punitive and um, could be about controlling the children and disciplining the children and just really strict and limited. And I just had such a struggle with that because what we know is children are marvelously made. And so I just kept wondering all those years over and over, 
what is it that makes us think our our all-knowing God made mistakes here that we need to fix these children. They need to come to school so we can find out what's wrong with them, what's missing, what's lacking, and we can fill those gaps in and fix them. And and I just did not embrace that mindset. So I was somewhat fortunate, I suppose, um, that I could finish a year or two of teaching where I was and I was able to move on and try somewhere new and see, oh, this is the place where um, it's going to feel right and it's going to fit and the practices are going to follow our knowledge about children. And unfortunately, that was not the case. And so I became a mom. That was part of my journey. I have two grown children and I stayed home and worked um as a full-time mom for several years, I had the blessing of um, being able to um, make that choice. We were very committed to that and able to do that and still um, led play groups and children's groups and worked for our church and did a bunch of other things um, at that during that time in that stage of my life. And and then I had the opportunity to create a weekday program at a church and you know, really worked with some phenomenal people and had created a program there that I was really pleased with. I felt really did honor children. And I was middle management. And, uh, you know, if you've ever been in middle management, you don't really have a lot of control um, over uh, big decisions a lot of times. And there were some big decisions made that were causing me to um, decide whether I was going to compromise what I believed about children as the leader um, of of this um, ministry, or if I was going to stand firm and um, be dedicated to what my philosophy was. And so I decided to part ways. And I was really broken after that experience and feeling defeated like oh gosh, even when you are able to do really great things for kids that honor their development and such, you, you're you just never really going to win. Um, and so I took a little time off and I never planned on going back to working with children. So I say God tricked me into a position where I was given the opportunity to create a program for children that was whatever I wanted it to be. And so I did that. And honestly, I was still very guarded and very broken and I wasn't all in. So, um, but because of that, I was just very much committed to no compromise. And so um, in that journey, Marvelously Made was created, a school for young children, children three, four and five years old. And I was healed through that process. God put so many people into my life and into that work. And I used to laugh in the the kind of the first years of the school that probably 90% of the parents didn't really know what we did at Marvelously Made. But parents want good things for their children. And they just knew in their gut that in their souls, that this was a place that was child honoring and that it was what they wanted for their children as well. And so over the 
the last nine years, we've gotten much better about communicating what it is we do. And we've done that through every possible opportunity we could seize. Um, We've blogged, we've offered workshops and trainings, we've gone out into the community and passed out educational information, we've really worked hard to train our teachers and empower and encourage them to um, to be an advocate um, themselves, which they are so incredibly good at, um, to be an advocate for young children and what they need. And we know that children will be in our, our program, our school, for a short amount of time. So what's really, really important, we are, we're doing the right thing for the children Next, we have to really empower and educate our parents because we know that they get it in their souls, that they know their children are marvelously made and that they should be honored the way they're created. And that when they leave our school, they're going to need to be able to speak to that. And there's this delicate place between advocating for your children and respecting um, authority. And of course, we do believe in respecting authority, but we also know that God has entrusted us with the children he's given us so that we can advocate for them. And we know that right now, what society and what most educational systems are offering children is not child honoring. So um, in Founding Marvelously Made in 2010, I, like I said, was able to do that without compromise. And um, I definitely know we're not perfect, but we do have our priorities straight. And children are at the core of the decisions that we make, their needs for whole development, um, their emotional development being at the core, because in early childhood, social and emotional development is the bulk of growth and learning. And we know that when that is solid and um, when children are able to really develop all they need in those areas, that the academic learning comes so easily. Um, We provide environments for children that are nurturing and stimulating, that allow them the freedom to explore and experience experiment and wonder and touch as much as they want. Our teachers are so incredibly gifted at honoring each child and just kind of getting out of their way. They create these invitations to play that intrigue children and interest them, that draw them in. Um, And then we're allowed to listen with our heart and listen with our eyes and observe and meet them in their deepest places of learning where it's authentic and meaningful and it sticks. Not that kind of learning where you sit them down and you pour in information and they regurgitate it on a test and just forget it the day after. Um, We know that's not really learning. Um, What we hope for children and what we know children deserve are educational environments that trust the process of learning. We know that people are biologically wired to learn and that when you truly authentically uh, respect that and create spaces for them to do what they're made to do, they absolutely blow your mind. And that's what we've seen over and over. So we've been able to move from preschool to kindergarten and now through third grade. And we really feel like that's um, where we're supposed to be. That is early childhood. That is our niche. That is 
what we really know. Um, and so we just feel so fortunate to have this um, platform, like I said, to be able to reach out to parents and teachers and Hopefully through this podcast, we're going to be able to encourage and empower you to understand what children really need and how we can give it to them and and still how we can be sure that um, we can be a voice for them beyond our walls, beyond your walls, beyond your home. And sometimes that voice is just by example. It's not um, an auditory uh, voice, but it's the way you live your life, the choices you make, the confidence you have in your children and your teaching. Um, and so as we embark on this um, journey of podcasting, um, I'm so excited to have these opportunities and that you've come alongside us. So um, thank you. We look forward to the weeks ahead where we will talk about all the different things in whole child development and support, everything from the environment we create to trusting the process of learning to the boundaries that children need, how you discipline and what that really means. Um, hopefully voices from the field will join us. Definitely some of our parents over the years, they have just done some phenomenal things as they've moved on from our school um, into other settings and been able to uh, be a voice for all children in the places where they've gone. So it's um, an exciting time. There are times we are extremely discouraged and um, worried for um, the risk that childhood um, seems to be at. And then there are times we are incredibly encouraged and hopeful. And um, so we find more hope every day. Um, we know that there is power in parents. Um, there is a, a real desire for educational environments that truly educate children authentically and intentionally, and we're excited to be one of them. And so as we continue on, um, we look forward to what the future holds and to having you join us again next week. So thank you so much for believing in your children, for believing in education that honors development, and for taking the time out to um, spend with us today. Thank you for listening today. You can email me at marvelouslymadepodcast at gmail.com to share stories, comments, and questions. To learn more about our school, go to marvelouslymadeschool.com, where you can visit our blog and find other resources. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so other people can find us. This has been the Marvelously Made Podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And until then, remember to enjoy the journey.